0: Welcome, 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 and greetings from Elfie's World, the place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. Boy, I am so glad you decided to join us. Now, today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. These are true stories, which have well, they've been excluded from the pantheon of history in many cases, for well, for whatever reason. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. This is episode number thirty-one, and it is entitled "Boudica the Great." So, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Now. What exactly does it take to make a great warrior, a a, a military leader? What are those all-male virtues that go into the making of a classic combatant who is fearless in battle, someone every soldier will look up to and follow? I mean, is it a huge, muscular size? Husky voice. Frightening appearance, eye-catching attire, fearsome weapons. Well, here is how one valiant warrior leader who lived almost 2,000 years ago was described. Bodiga was huge of frame, terrifying of aspect, with a harsh voice, Great mass of bright red hair fell to Bodiga’s knees. Bodiga wore a great twisted golden necklace and a, and a tunic of many colors, over which was a thick mantle, fastened by a brooch. Bodiga grasped the spear to strike fear into the hearts of all who gazed upon Bodiga. <laughs> now, Is not that a man who could bring fear into the heart of any enemy? And what warrior wouldn't follow him into battle? Is that not a man who could... I mean, is this a a man? Wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm sorry. Did I say man? Oh. you, You see, actually... The historic Bodiga, one of the most dreaded warriors of that period, was a woman. Oh, yes. This celebrated Celtic wife, mother, and queen was one of the most ferocious and respected fighters ever to be victorious over the mighty Roman legions. Now, though our Historic accounts of her life, uh, all of which, by the way, were written by Roman historians, I might add, are biased. Her legendary exploits cannot be denied. Bodiga was part of the Iceni, a Celtic tribe who lived in the eastern part of Britain around the year 50 A.D., Now, because the Iceni were isolated from the rest of Britain by, well, by a thick forest on one side and a sea with large cliffs on the other side, the invasion of their territory by foreigners, even the Romans, was extremely difficult. Now, even though they were basically a simple people, the Iceni did possess a knowledge of iron and pottery. Our story begins in the middle of the 1st century CE, when a young lady by the name of Bodiga, who came from the ruling class of a neighboring tribe, was married to Prasadagus, king of the Iceni. Now, in those days, in most of Celtic society, women held positions of power and prestige. (laughs) Unlike the Roman society... They took prominent roles in politics, religion, and the arts. Women could own land, choose their own mates, and even initiate divorces. Even though the Iceni, who were peaceful by nature, were isolated, the Romans were still a threat for them. Now, King Prasadagus was able to form an easy, if, albeit subservient, alliance with the Romans. However, when he died, he left his kingdom to be shared by his two daughters. Well, the new Roman emperor, a guy by the name of Nero, he decided that under Roman law, women could not inherit anything, much less an entire kingdom. And so... In swarmed the Roman legions, enslaving the leaders of the Iceni tribe. Modiga was flogged and then forced to watch the public rape and torture of her two daughters, each only 12 and 13 years old. That was a big mistake on the part of the Romans. They had messed with the wrong woman at the wrong time in history. Now, during this period, the Romans had the most feared army units in the world, expertly trained, well-equipped, and extremely disciplined. Unfortunately, the Roman legions were stretched very thin, over a vast area in that part of the world. They were especially troubled by insurrections from the Druids to the north. This caused Suetonius, the Roman leader, to overlook Bodiga and her potential growing menace to the east. Now, even though the Roman law did not recognize Bodega as queen of the Iceni, Her own people acknowledged her as their rightful leader. And it didn't take much encouragement on her part to engage the support of neighboring tribes who had been laboring under oppressive Roman tax laws for years. Many had even been driven off their lands and been made slaves and prisoners. Now, to add insult to injury, the Romans had actually erected the Temple of Claudius in nearby Colchester. Unfortunately, Claudius just happened to have been the Roman emperor who had destroyed the majority of Celtic culture and had attacked the very headquarters of the Druidic religion. Almost overnight, Bodiga was said to have raised an army of over a hundred thousand fighters to oppose the mighty Roman legions. The war was on, big time. Now, Roman historians who gave us a look at this period tell us of the brutal and savage tactics of Bodiga and her followers. These tactics included the Celtic custom of severing the heads of captives and offering them to the goddess of victory. One Roman writer, Cassius, described the torturing of Roman women. Their breasts were cut off and stuffed into their mouths so that they seemed to be eating them, and then their bodies were skewered lengthwise on sharp stakes. Another Roman writer, Tacitus, in writing of the final battle, tells of Celtic women running about naked, screaming, wild hair, the Celtic chief carrying a highly ornamented shield, wearing armor. The rest of the army, trumpets blowing, were naked except for body paint and tattooing. Each warrior was wielding only a sharp sword and a small shield. Uh, uh, it must have been quite the scene. Now the Romans considered the Iceni uncivilized animals, in stiff opposition to the perceived high ideals of Roman law, order, and civilization. And so was uh, Bodiga ultimately victorious over the mighty Roman legions? Well, now at first, Bodiga and her armies succeeded in besting some of Rome's finest legions, handing them humiliating defeat after defeat on the battlefield. Unfortunately for Bodiga and the Celtics, her success eventually came to a crushing end. The highly trained and well disciplined Roman legions ultimately prevailed. Not only was Bodiga's army eventually slaughtered, but all of her people were put to the sword and her lands were ravaged with fire, true to the <clears throat> high Roman ideals of law and order. <laughs> As for Bodiga herself, well, No one actually knows for certain her final fate. Legend has it that she returned home and took poison to avoid capture by the Romans. But one thing is for certain. Though she was disparaged by the writings of Roman historians, the name of Bodega will forever be defined in the annals of history, not only for the brutal treatment of one nation by Roman legions, but also by one woman's attempt to overcome such treatment. Like so many challenges faced by the early women, her life can best be described as amazing and heroically true. Well, there you have it. Episode number 31, entitled, Bodega the Great. Now, it's part of our weekly series entitled, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week, we feel privileged to present for your entertainment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true accounts from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Now, as a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book. And that includes shipping and handling anywhere in the United States. Now, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D. That's elfie'sworld.com, And click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now... I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Wals for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Herbert Bolin for his Piano Mood Happy Four. Nenad Simic for Piano Transition. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning.